This week on Tapping In, we're going to tap into fame. Everybody talks about it, everybody wants it, everybody gets 15 minutes of it. But what does it actually mean? Roy's been chasing it his whole life, starting with his youth in a rock band. I'm starting to get a little bit of notoriety and a little bit more recognizable at some of these ADCC events. So what does it really mean? How important is it or is it not? We're going to touch all that and so much more and why so many of today's kids are are being influenced by voices like Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson. That and ADCC Chicago. And as always, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. Sit back, enjoy the show. This is Tapping In, episode 74. Boom. Boom. We're going. Inside. Hey. Inside, outside. Lashana Tova, my friend. Thank you, my friend. It was a uh, (laughs) a great holiday. We had a good uh, dinner. It's one of those holidays, though, that's like... I drove past the temple because I, I'm not, I don't belong to one any longer. And it's like, I drove by and I'm seeing all these people there. I'm like, I'm such a piece of garbage for not going into the temple. You know, I, I saw several people at the temple and I wanted to pull over and be like, my, my brothers. <laughs> I said, I just like honked the horn. It was like, <laughs> and they're like, oh no, this That's is like, how it starts. They're like, stay away, stay away. No, it's funny. Uh, Steph and I, like when there's important holidays coming around, we always yeah. like ask the other one if we texted important person to like the other person so like i'll ask her like hey did you wish you know so and so uh okay. know, uh happy Rosh Hashanah?" Right, right right and she's like i did and she was like did you message roy i was like i sure fucking did stephanie said that yeah god bless that girl. yeah so like i won't message stephanie, her jewish you friends. are a doll <laughs> so like i won't message her jewish friends but i remind her to, <laughs> to message to her message jewish friends that's awfully and nice like, of you guys yeah. that's really really great because it's like when people come up to me and they give me that you know happy holiday thing i'm like do they really know like or are they like do they just happen to catch it on their calendar or something because <laughs> it's do they know i don't know by the way i'm drinking a uh tatsu, <laughs> looks really cool a tatsu tea what is that um so one of the guys who came here for gordon's seminar mm-hmm. uh he brought in a six pack it's so funny he like brought in a six pack and i was like oh thank you so much man he goes oh it's it's actually for gordon uh, <laughs> oh i'll be sure he gets it <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's... Motherfucker, yeah. as you hide it behind the yeah. clothing. So, like, I introduced Gordon to him, and, like, I let Gordon give him the spiel for the tea, and right, I'm, like, right, right. I'm like, Gordon, leave that in my fucking fridge. Like, what's Gordon going to do with it? Put it in his bag <laughs> and take it to exactly. Boston? I'm like, come on, man. I was like, me, however, I might drink it. But uh, it was just like, dude, like... That is so funny. Holy shit, man. I looked at him, about I, was that like, for a I was like, dude, like, it's my school. You can't get me one. He's like, well, I think I can get you one. I'm like, come on, dude. You know? I mean, it not clearly, everyone's not everyone's gonna hook up with Bon Jovi, but you can uh, hook up with the bouncer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, I will say I'm enjoying one right now. I haven't had one in a while. They've been in my fridge. Does this guy school. work for that company? Is that I think it's his company. Oh, okay. All right. Him and I think uh, I, I can't remember which one of the Magrelis brothers. Okay. Um, but anyway, Tatsu tea, check it out. It's Tasty, pretty like, delicious. What's the deal? What, I'm it like not a so, pre-workout kind of thing. It or? is an energy hydration drink made with matcha. Matcha so tea, it's, yeah, it's, it's green. With, yeah, it's green. But it really is pretty good. Um, it's only got 10 calories. Uh, let's see, only two grams of sugar, which is nice. That's really good, yeah. Yeah, it's really How's good. How's it taste, though? It's got 500 milligrams of vitamin C, so one that's fi- nice. One to five, best thing you ever have in your mouth versus one sucks. How does <laughs> it taste in your mouth? Best thing ever had in my mouth. Hey, now. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Boy Scouts. Nah. Um, hey, now. <laughs> uh, on a scale of one to five, concerning I just taught four classes, probably would have trained. It's got a nice cold to it. It's very refreshing. Okay. It does not have... 
it's not carbonated either, which I Ooh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not too thick with the matcha. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a solid 3.8. All right. I like that. I'll tell you what. I will say this. I like this more than those prime drinks. Okay. You just had a really tough roll. You're coming off. You have Gatorade in front of you. You have this in front of you. And you have, I don't know, something else. What are you throwing down? I'm probably going to grab this. Ah. Yeah, it's not a, it's not heavy. It's pretty light. All right, so cool. All right, yeah, cool. It's, like every sip I take, I'm liking it a little bit more. All right, so Gordon missed out, basically. Yeah, this is better with every <laughs> sip. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. This is really good. You know, I'm going to go with a four. I really like go. it. It's coming up. Tatsu T. T-A-T-S-U-T. And you're not getting any kind of bounce in your head? No, I'm not getting no buzz, bad. nothing no, like that. I feel okay. good, man. It's nice. Right, and I just feel like refreshed. All right. So when you turn your back, I'll grab one for myself. Yeah. Better than water. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Considering I'm not supposed to have it. Mm. It's, po- it's for Gordon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's for me. <laughs> uh, where's my tea? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you know what Gordon got? Cash. He walked out of here paid. <laughs> paid. It's funny. We were sitting after somebody goes... So uh, what what was the cut that we discussed for right. the seminar? And so, and I mean, this makes sense for business. When people do a seminar, you know, the school that hosts the seminar will oftentimes right. take a little bit of a cut. Like a vig. Yeah. It's like, you know, so I, I don't do that here oh. for my friends. Wow. That's um, awesome. Now, if I hosted someone else, yeah, I might take a cut. Right. But for like my teammates, I'm not taking a cut. They're already doing me a big favor. Just seriously. Absolutely. So I go to Gore. I'm like, nothing, dude. I'm not taking your money. He goes, right. oh. Well then, fuck you then. <laughs> he just—he wasn't like, no, seriously, take something. He was like, all right, fuck off. Which I honestly I appreciate more. Yeah, of course, I appreciate it when I'm like nothing. They're like, okay, yeah, like, I like that. More. But that's a smooth move, you know. When you say nothing, dude, I got gotcha. you. Well, it's just like, dude, like you're my fucking friend. I no, I get that. But I'm not trying to make like, money off my friends. Like I'll tell you something after this because it's so sensitive but i'm dealing with a monetary situation with someone and it's just so weird mm, i can, hate it it can be yeah but anyway right, so let's talk 80 cc oh, in chicago man. so let's man, talk about a great it. city by the way it's gonna be a quick episode because yep. i gotta go home i gotta iron pants i gotta do shit for work tomorrow but the fans deserve an episode it's been too long are you gonna post it quick or uh yeah, I'll probably post it tomorrow. Um, I'll bring the laptop with me, and we'll do everything nice. you know, super quick. Uh, Chicago, I am so sorry. A great city. Oh, yeah. I want. I can't wait to go back. Yeah, it's a great city. I'm gonna tell you something, and maybe it's because my test levels were a little low. <laughs> okay, it's very possible. Maybe my estrogen levels were high. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm in the Uber, uh, heading down to the venue. Okay, and driving through chicago and i'm like holy fuck this is chicago yeah it's great and great skyline beautiful skyline yeah gorgeous yeah and i know everyone likes to talk right about out the, there oh man <laughs> you're taking me off track i love chicago Sorry, i love chicago and it's so easy for me at these like adcc's like you know i'm in dallas i'm in denver i'm in chicago i'm just like boom 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 i'm right, right, right i'm just get me to the venue get me the fuck out uh-huh and I remember like seeing the Rockies and then being in Dallas, seeing the skyline mm-hmm. right. and like, you know, you know, being in Dallas and realizing why they filmed the first 48 there because it's a shithole. Um, not Fort Worth. Apparently Fort Worth is where it's at. But downtown Dallas, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. But at one point we're driving to the venue and I'm with my Uber driver and I go, hey, is that is that Lake Michigan? And he's like, it is. He goes, it's mm-hmm. huge. I was like, 
yeah. He goes, I bet to you this looks like the ocean. And I'm like, it really does. Roy, I don't know what hit me. But at that moment, I'm you like, fell oh. in love. I not even fell in love. Like it was one of those moments where I'm like, holy shit. I'm like in an Uber, like not an Uber X either. I'm like in the Uber XL. I splurged a little. Wow. What is that? Like, give me, what is that car? Is that like a, it was an Escalade a, uh, or something? Or like It was a Mercedes SUV. Oh, there you go, baby. Yeah. You know, what's up, babe? Let's get a little <laughs> bit tax right off, you know? <laughs> and I'm in this, I'm in this Mercedes and I'm like, you know, texting on my phone, doing like right, know, real right. shit. Absolutely. And I'm looking at Lake Michigan and I'm like, holy fuck, that's Lake Michigan. Yeah. And I'm like. I saw, I'm looking at Lake Michigan. I'm in Chicago. I saw the Rockies not too long ago. I was in, and I'm like, I'm doing all right. I'm living life. Here, it man. was one of those yeah. things where like at that moment it hit me and I was like, holy fuck. Isn't that a cool feeling? It's almost like, like James Bond. Oh, it's almost like I'm like, someone's going to figure out. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing. No way, brother. But uh, then we get to the venue and this one, uh, this one ref comes up to me. He goes, hey man, I'm so excited to be working with you. Right. He's like, I just want to let you know. Uh, I've been watching all your matches and I'm, I learned how to ref by watching you at worlds. Beautiful. And I go, that's funny. I learned how to ref at worlds too, (laughs) (laughs) but it's pretty cool that, you know, I'm getting more comfortable in the job and there's still some things that I don't like. Yeah. Uh, Not so much about the job, but just like, you know, seeing little kids get hurt and things of that nature, like just. And you always say, you always say, listen, you sign the paperwork, that yeah, kind of thing. But, but with it, kids, it, th- yeah. If I never had to ref kids again, I'd be the happiest person in the yeah. world. It's just, it breaks my heart seeing them lose. But anyway, uh, but you know, I'm getting more comfortable with the judges and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we're, everyone's just vibing and gelling so well right now. You know, we've all seen each other more or less. I hate to tell you, man, you're the face of this. I'm not going to go that far. I am because but, it's like every time I see a video, you look different than any other ref. That's because I have long hair and I'm brown. But whatever, man, you move. It's I don't, I don't want to no, be a nut hugger here, but it's like you, this is this is a good thing. No, I'm excited, but I, I think the opens and the way Mo and uh, you know Seth and Sean from Five Grappling have done it, and now with Tom doing the East Coast trials, right. which by the way, I can't mention how excited I am about the East Coast trials, right? Because it's it's my return to where I first started. Right. right? East Coast Trials was the first time I ever refed. Mm-hmm. Now I'm coming back, not as a volunteer, but as the head ref of North America, right, right, ADCC right. North America. And my instructor is mm-hmm. the organizer for the eight. So it's like, it just feels fucking cool. Absolutely. You know, it feels, yeah, it it's feels like Springsteen cool. back at the Meadowlands. Yeah. And it's just going to be cool. <laughs> like, you know, hanging out with Tom and being like, dude, like you put this together. Like I'm the head ref. Like yeah. it's really nice that like, I don't know. It just feels good for me. Like I just want to get back to Chicago it. for a second. Oh there God, yeah, Chicago. Because you had a little thing going with somebody. I thought Chicago sh- sucked. Okay. I thought Chicago sucked. I based All it right. on ten minutes at O'Hare, where there was snow on the ground in like <laughs> right. in like May, and I'm like, I'm like, this does not look like Home Alone. <laughs> right. Get me out of here. Went to a different part of O'Hare. Mm-hmm. Lovely airport. Yes. Had some real huge. nice, huge airport. A lot of places to shop. Uh. I stayed right in downtown, so I was literally right across the street from uh, the Riverwalk. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Jeez. Beautiful. Dude, are you thinking like the Bears, the Bulls? Oh, I mean, like I'm thinking, all those sports I'm teams. I'm thinking like, Michael, yes. ticker tape parade. I'm Ditka. like, this is it, baby. Yeah. Walter Payton, hey. let's oh, go. Man. I, I started talking with, with his... the Chicago <laughs> accent. It's about, no, no, I was doing my Canadian there the for a second. Bears. I had a heart attack. Yeah. There I wanted go. some brat worse. <laughs> some brats. The bears. But 
you know, then, uh, and then the thing is the, the ADCC open was split up into two days, which was right. great mm-hmm. because we finished at around seven o'clock okay. on Saturday, which right. was nice. And then I third wheeled it with, uh, Fernando and, and his girlfriend uh-huh. and they're like, he's like, where are we going to eat poppy? I was like, dude, I don't, I'm like, you're here with your girl and like, she's judging now. <laughs> and he's like, come on, poppy. We're all, we're not, nothing's going to happen. So it's so funny. We like, because he, he's he's he drove me back from the venue because okay. he's, like, he's like oh where are you staying i was like i'm in downtown he goes oh me too where okay. i was like uh the the holiday Inn. he goes he goes poppy i'm staying at the holiday Inn. i'm like oh fuck yeah we let's have so go. much in common so now we get in the elevator i'm like what floor he's like 19 i'm like i'm on 19 i'm like what room are you <laughs> in he's like, two together here. he's like 36 i'm like I'm right next door to you. I was literally <laughs> the room right next door to him. So it made yeah, life. Who was this guy? You said Fernando. Who's Fernando is the guy from, uh, he was from, he lived in Puerto Rico. He met Gordon, all those guys. And now he's in Austin with them. Okay. The bald guy with the mustache. You see him all the time. Okay. Right. Uh, but he's fantastic. Human Good dude. Being. And he's yeah. also an ADCC judge. Love it. Uh, so, you know, I got to spend time with them. We went out, we had pizza. We had a great fucking time. His girlfriend's amazing. Uh, and we had deep dish pizza that first night. Thoughts? I'm going to tell you right now. It, it number one, me. I love the crust. Okay. Yeah. The crust, when you eat the pizza and it kind of breaks off, yeah, it's got yeah, this yeah. really nice flavor to it. Yeah. This great t- Did you get like, a sausage in there too? Oh, yeah. Come on, baby. This is the Jewish guy talking I about never, sausage. I never turned <laughs> down a good sausage. Um, <laughs> fuck. You know, it so, takes like 30 minutes to make that thing. Oh, yeah, 45 minutes. It's like a mofo. 45 minutes. We <laughs> yeah. were starving. I know. We were starving because all we got was like a little ticket to get some food. Exactly. And it was like, now, at Worlds, it's catered. You eat like a king. Mm. All right? But at these local events, it's like, here's a hot dog. I'm right. like, I'm like, just give me the hot dog and water. Chicago They're hot like, dogs, They're like, you want chips? Well, wait. These were just like high school hot dogs. Okay. So we get there. I'm like, listen, let's get two Caesar salads. All right, because like we all wanted a Caesar salad, but they were big, and I was like, let's just yeah, get yeah. two Caesar salads, one with chicken, one without. Nice. Just eat it. I had my fair share. Uh, then the pizza came out. Now the crust was delicious. I will say this, and if you're from New Jersey, you will understand this. Okay, it's a fucking tomato pie. Yeah, it's I a can tomato, see that. It's a tomato pie. It is a De Lorenzo's uh, Papa's tomato pie. Just thicker thick but it has so much shit in it though i mean dude it's just it's a lot of dough yeah a layer of tomato sauce okay a layer of sausage a layer of cheese and then more fucking tomato sauce put on so top. it's one a tomato other, pie new jersey slice chicago slice what are you going for not even a fucking competition okay. dude new jersey slice all day there you go we have the best pizza in the country that if we do the we, have, we also have the best bagels but they have really good hot dogs out there so, <laughs> Glad on you brought that Saturday, uh, or I'm sorry, that was Saturday. Sunday, we finished at around four o'clock, which was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, we were in the hotel by four o'clock. Okay. Get to the hotel. As I'm getting to the hotel, I'm going through Instagram, and I see that some of the photographers are already eating their posts. I'm like, yo, how did you get to food so fast? <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, you got to try this place out. It's known for their hot dogs. I'm like, all right, I Googled the place. It's half a mile from the hotel. So I go for a walk. I'm like, wow. I'm going to walk downtown. It was beautiful. Yeah, there's still training going on and we're like okay. recording. It's all right. Okay. Don't worry. Ignore it. People are in the one time Felicia talks is when we're like in the middle of like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> recording in progress. 
Alicia. Sorry, Christian. We got Christian visiting here from uh, from Brunswick. Right. Gary Ton in Jiu-Jitsu now. Right. But uh, I took the walk. It was beautiful. It was crisp. It was like 65, 70 degrees. Oh, nice man. fall weather. Chicago in that time is really amazing. Oh, it really is. So I go to this place. Kind of romantic. It really is. You know what's funny? The whole time I was there, I was like, fuck, I wish Steph was here. Yeah, exactly. And I, ha- I I didn't get that feeling anywhere else. Like in Denver, I wasn't like, oh, I wish Steph was here to see all the crackheads. Right. In Dallas, it wasn't like, <laughs> I wish Steph was here so I could, you know, trip someone and survive when they attacked me to kill me. Dallas was awful. Awful. Dallas was, I literally had to hang up the phone with Steph and say, I got to pay attention where I'm going. Yeah. Because I'm going to get killed. There's some strange dudes walking around here. Yeah, there is. Wow. And they're all fucking hot and angry. <laughs> Because it's 110 degrees with right 140% on. humidity. It's awful. <laughs> awful in Dallas. And they carry. <laughs> yeah, they do. I guess I should have gone to Fort Worth, but downtown Dallas, yuck. Mm. Anyway. That's I'll a big ne- statement. I'll That's never a win big there. statement there. Nope. And you know what? Wow. It makes me fucking dislike the Cowboys even more. <laughs> no wonder they can't win. Anyway, they're looking pretty good right now. So I take the place. I forget the name of it. It's like Petrelli's or something like that. I got to get the Chicago hot dog, right? Absolutely have to. Got to get the Chicago hot dog. Fries, the Coke. The fries thing. and a Coke. Right on. I don't really do soda anymore, so I treated myself. Okay. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh. They run it through the garden. Oh, baby. Yeah. The pickle, the peppers, right. the relish. The, the poppy seed oh. uh, bun, the whole deal, man. They did it right. They do it right. I know. Chicago. From the bottom of my heart, I owe you an apology. Yeah, you're digging on Chicago Dude, now. Dude, they are what... I will never turn down the opportunity to go to Chicago. Beautiful. Ever. How Ever. cool would it be to see like a Bears game too? I was just going to say, I would love to go to Chicago for a concert. Oh, God, yeah. The Rosemont like, Horizon. Oh, my God. Beautiful out there. Go out there on a Thursday, fly back on Sunday. That's all you yeah. need, baby. Right. Are there any, oh. good, any good musicians from Chicago any longer? I don't know. I don't know. There used to be some big bands coming out of there, but at any rate. Like Chicago? <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> Sticks, Aria Speedwagon, Cheap Trick. Jeez, a bunch of them. But uh, yeah, Chicago. I was out there in November, and it's freezing cold. But goddamn, you get that sort of like cold, romantic kind of vibe. You hit a steakhouse, and it's like dark. The snow's kind of coming down. Let a me tell bit. you something. This Dig is, it. This is how much of a like fat piece of shit I am. I was starving after working on Sunday. Okay. And really, like whatever meal I ate at the end of the day, like that was my meal. Right. So I just like stuffed my face with like the two hot dog meal. <laughs> That's all you need. But there's a place right next to the hot dog place called like uh, Prime or something like this. Okay. And somebody had told me about that steakhouse. Like, you got to go there. It's a Chicago yeah. state. I was like this close, <laughs> just saying, fuck it. Let me go in there and get a steak at the bar. Yeah, man. I was so full. Okay. I get like, it. I'm going to die if wow. I do this. <laughs> so instead, I went to the bar. I got to the hotel. I sat at the bar. Uh, the Giants were going to play. Yeah. Sat down. Had two drinks. How great but, is this time of year, too? Football begins. It and, wasn't um, great when the Giants were losing 16-0. Yeah, but, dude, you came back the next week. It was great. Sure did. But, you know, then I, I said goodnight to uh, Fernando and his girl and went to bed. And I had a later flight so I could wake up at, like, 7.30, 8 in the yeah, morning. God, you're playing Took it well. my time packing my bag. Mm. Flew out. I downloaded the movies I wanted to watch. So I didn't need mm. Wi-Fi. I'm like a pro now when I fly. Kind of, yeah. I'm like, I don't, listen, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I'm good. Keep it going. Does anybody sort of recognize there or is it just uh, nah. different kind of uh, nah. flight patterns? Nah, I get it. Nah, 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 nah. I get it. 
Now for the Vegas one, it might be a little different. Like yeah. when you get like a like the Worlds or Trials, then it's then people start recognizing you a little right. bit at the airport because uh-huh. a lot of jujitsu people. But right now, nobody knows. There you it's go. Kinda, but I like that. I like that. You like, like being under the radar a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I don't need to be fucking famous. I don't want that. It's too much attention. I like to be famous when it's convenient. Well, I mean, since we're going to kind of cut this a little bit short, that is the subject. Oh, fame. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fame. Fame. What you do, what you do, what give. Fame makes a man. Fame, 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 fame. Fame. And the reason I bring it up, little Bowie, is because you're kind of itching at that. I'm not. I think in your head I am. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just, all right. I'm really famous inside Montgomery BJJ. All right. There's this dude that became really, really big, really, really fast. This musician guy, uh, Oliver uh, Anthony. No. Oh, Oliver Oliver Anthony. Okay. Came famous like real quick. Yes. Okay. Uh, Richmond, North of Richmond. Um, Song's okay. Little earnest, I'll say lyrically. It's our generation's anthem, unfortunately. I guess so. It's simple angst. But here's the thing. He's downplaying it. That's what kind of caught me into the whole subject about fame. And we really like, like, what would you say fame is? I'm not talking about like you're walking through the airport. Someone goes, hey, dude, I know you. I'm talking like, what is like fame is? Fame is you call a restaurant and okay. you say your name. And no matter what time, what day, they there's a table. It. Okay. There's a table. All right. Like, I remember a couple of years ago when Gordon went to Ruth Chris and he was already a star in jiu-jitsu, right? right? He was already an and he ADC. has to look and right. You know, the he was already ADCC champ, and they turned him away because he showed up in sweatpants. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, right? He's like, dude, like, he's like, are you seriously turning me away because of sweatpants? I'm like, yeah, you can't wear sweatpants in here. Now, I will say this: shame on the host. They should have recognized that he was wearing like a you know very expensive watch, right? Like, you know, you got to pay attention to this stuff. You know, be mm-hmm. a professional. But. It's like, yeah, because you're famous in jujitsu. Which is kind of a contained world. Yeah. You know, know, I say this all the time, like for as famous as Gordon is, he hasn't broken a million followers yet on Instagram. Dude, I I posted something recently on Instagram and it just happened to be about Gordon Mm -hmm. talking about. He's getting more famous now. Hang on. So a guy sends back, he goes, who the fuck is this Gordon? Number one. Number two, like, why are you posting this on Facebook? And I said... Because I, I guess most of my Instagram people are jujitsu, and somehow or another, I, I hit the button, and then suddenly all my Instagram shit is is posting on Just Facebook. That's how you should do it. I have no clue. But Facebook is old. People. I said this is essential. You're talking about LeBron James, Tiger Woods level yeah. fame jiu-jitsu. in this. It, it's he's Tom Brady at this yeah. point. So didn't seem to phase him though. No, because they don't get it. Yeah, that's you know, what it is. I remember someone one time uh, was talking to me about how. You know, they were, they trained under John Danaher. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's great. I was like, do you know what that means to the average person? 
They're like, what? I was like, it means <laughs> Bob dick. Guess. It exactly. means nothing. They have right. no idea what that means. No clue. Now, once they start training jujitsu for about two months, then they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. But even then, they don't grasp it. Now, Gordon is probably the closest to really transcending the sport. He's, yeah, he's, he's hitting that Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, you know, uh, John Jones, when John Jones signed with Nike. He's entering that realm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's hanging out with Mario Lopez and Frank Grillo and uh, John Jones. But even that crowd is not like uber famous. Right. Like, well, Jason Momoa. Like, like, t- now Aquaman. you're getting there. Now you're right. getting there. Okay. You know, now we're you're entering that realm. Right. Uh, he's slowly getting there. So, you know, it, it takes time. You know, you got Tom hanging out with Tom Hardy. You know, it, it's a little bit of that. Now, those guys are going to get to the point where they'll be famous beyond jujitsu. Right. Uh, do I want to be as famous as them? No. I would like to be like Brendan Schaub famous. Okay. You know, yeah. if you don't listen to my podcast, you have no idea who I am. You just think I'm a big dude in tight pants. Right, right, right. But if you listen to me, you know who I am. I just want to have my little crowd. That's it. I get it. No, I get it. I really, really do. Like, I guess the next thing is like psychologically, why do people want it or need it? Because they're like, they used to talk about, it. they take these surveys up to kids like, well, do you want to be famous? And they're like, yeah, hell yeah. But, I think but like, what sense, is that? I think it's because when people know who you are, it means that your life is worth caring about and it gives you a sense of validation. Wow. But from what That's I understand, what I understand from people who have been famous okay. uh, and listening to podcasts and I'm, I'm obsessed with people who are famous. Yeah. And like that, like, cause that's, that's gotta be something weird, right? Nothing can prepare you for it. Mm. And once you have it, you realize there's no turning back. I think that's what this guy, Oliver Anthony was kind of alluding to. Yeah. It's, you really give everything up where even if you stop being famous, that in itself becomes right. a thing. It's like, why'd you stop being famous? Uh, why'd you walk away from it? Kind of thing. <coughs> um, the lead singer from smashing pumpkins, Billy Corgan, Bill Corgan, right. He talks about that. He's like, what people don't tell you is once you become famous, you really can't hang out with your old friends anymore. Yeah, you're at a different sort of... uh, He's like, they they don't understand. Notoriety level. Yeah. He's like, you know, they want to go to the local, you know, checkers or the local McDonald's. Right. You're not doing that. And it becomes all about you. It becomes all about you and you can't do that. He's like, and then you can't talk to people about the stresses of being famous because they don't understand it. Yeah. He's like, so you literally only hang out with other famous people. Is that a douche move or is that a cool move? Like, Hey man, like we're the two most famous people here and you know, let's, let's just kind of put our heads together and say how cool this fraternity is. I I don't, uh, I don't know. It'd be cool to be a part of that. Well, I, I think what he meant like was saying was like, instead of going home and hanging out with your old high school friends, you just hang out in the Hollywood Hills. Mm. Where you can kind of blend in, because everyone there is famous. It like remember that show Entourage? Yes. Okay, you got these five guys essentially, or four guys. I forget how many of them were, but it's like everything revolved around Vince. Yes. You know, and those guys sort of like weaved in and out of it. And yeah. They they like I know Vince, and that should get me laid, or like right, like you could be sort of part of that crowd, but you're not in and of that crowd. You're not in it. Yeah. You don't get the same treatment. Yeah. You know. Well, the perfect, you know, even when, uh, you know, even the most respected in that group, which was, you know, Eric, who became right. Vince's manager, e. you right. know, E, people were just like, dude, like, 
you're only an eight, a manager because your best friend's famous. Right. And Otherwise, big, you wouldn't be a fucking manager. And Ari's big line to him was like, you were, you know. You're pizza boy. You were throwing pizza around yeah. uh, about a year ago, and now you're doing this. He's like, you, he's like, I should manage an Italian restaurant. You manage the Sparrows, dude. But dude, everybody came from somewhere. Well, that's also loosely based on Mark Wahlberg. Exactly. But all those guys have their entourage. Right. Literally. You know, they mm-hmm. all, they bring everybody up with them. Uh, you know, but it, it's something to be said with it, you know. You know, my aunt, my crew's pretty cool. Like, I, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't benefit from that. Like, in a lot of ways, I benefit from my friends being the ones who are famous. Like, I got the ADCC ref job because my friend was Tom DeBlass. And he's like, I'm going to give you this ref job. I'm literally like the turtle of the group. And I'm just trying to, I'm just you know trying to get my I'm fucking a, I'm vodka. I'm thinking you more like trying to get my drama. Because drama, drama. drama is is making his own movies you're beginning to kind of create your own path. Does that make sense? It does. And I, and I like that it's a little bit different from everybody else's. Yeah. I'm not an MMA star. I'm not winning right. ADCC. I'm just kind of doing my own thing. And not only that, your lifespan through this could be a hell of a lot longer because you know athletic lifespans are pretty short. This yeah. is a different kind of... I mean, we'll see. Who knows what the fuck I'm even going to end up doing in 10 years. Uh, no, I get it, man. I get it. But what I'm saying, you know... I, I guess what the next question would be is what kind of people need it in their lives? What kind of people crave it in their lives? I mean, I, I really just want to accomplish as much as I can. Like it really I, has nothing to do with the fame. Okay. I just kind of want to take it as far well, you got, as You're I on can. a cool path. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the path can come to a fucking end real quick. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm just kind of trying to enjoy each moment step by step. Yeah. You know, just enjoy it as it comes. Like I gave that whole speech tonight about Mount. I was like, you know, when we're in the mount position, we're looking to take the back, we're looking to finish, and we're so focused on the next step, we forget to control the one that we have. Right. And then we yeah, lose sight of it, it, and then next thing we know is we stop paying attention to the guy mm-hmm. underneath us struggling, that we got so self-involved with what we were trying to do that now we're on our back playing bottom guard. And it's like, right. fuck. And now we're wishing we were in the position we were just in that right. we didn't secure. And things can change on a... On a, on a so on I, a I try to just live it like that. I, I, I thought your best line tonight, though, was the one about the dragons and the princess. Gotta slay a lot of dragons <laughs> before you get that princess, boy. <laughs> I saw That's Mike not the, even mine. I, I saw heard Mike that the cop just like laughing at that one. <laughs> Dude, I, was, I was dropping so many little one-liners tonight in a Brazilian accent. <laughs> But like I said today, I was like, you know, 15 years ago, these were things that really were said seriously. Yeah. And now tonight we laugh about it. Yeah. God, you show me a good leg lock or I show you somebody with a bad guard. You can't pass guard. That's why you do leg lockies. It all goes back to Hickson and Enzo. That's true. That's what you used to hear, you know, training the gi to get better at no gi. You know, these are all the things you used to hear. So I'm sitting there. I had my nephew over last week. And the reason that also tails into this whole thing is that I said, dude, you're going into college now. Like, you know, what do you, what do you think you want to do? He's so in love with this guy, Andrew Tate, who is like, it just strikes me. This guy is famous for saying sort of uh, not obnoxious, just like really, really out there kind of things. It's almost like a Howard Stern effect. Well, here's the thing with Andrew Tate. He says a lot of things that really aren't that far out there. They're just out there because of today's society. Then every now and then he will say something that's like, wow, but then when you really break it down sometimes, it's kind of like, well, he's not 100% wrong with what he's saying sometimes. I guess when I, let me make myself a little more clear. He, the problem with Andrew My Tate, 17-year-old nephew should not be in touch with those feelings is my point. Here, but here's the thing, though. 
and I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. There's a whole generation of kids, especially young men, Mm -hmm. 13, 12, 13 years old to like 21 that really resonate with Andrew Tate. Right. And really resonate with, uh, uh, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He brought him up too. I'm like, how are you understanding sort of, this is sophisticated adult things. Because here's why. And I'm going to break this down real simple. Please, yeah. Like, school me back. We live in a world now that preaches toxic masculinity, preaches, you know, uh, I'm going to say it, you know, the the Mm non-binary, gender fluid, right? Everyone's getting fucking catered to. Okay. You know what's I'm not like getting it. catered to? What's it? Boys. Yeah. Just boys. Yeah. Testosterone. They've been trying to neuter boys for a long, testosterone, long time. Testosterone. They want to fight. They want to fuck. They mm-hmm. want to just be boys. Right. And no one's saying like, hey, it's okay that you feel that way, but you got to harness it. Mm-hmm. You know, find an activity. Maybe the military. You know, respect women. No one's saying that. They're saying don't touch women. Men are fucking bad. Right. You're a toxic male. So what do they do? They're finding a voice that's saying, you're not crazy for feeling that way. Of course not, yeah. And the reality is they're not. But society is really making these young boys think that they're, something's wrong with them yeah. for behaving like a fucking boy. You realize that started around when I was a kid? They started doing that shit like in the 70s and 80s? Of course, I mean, they started because they doing- want to create submissive men because the submissive men will sit back and put on their mask and close yeah. all the businesses and stay inside the house mm-hmm. and take the vaccine and take the fucking booster and do whatever the government says mm-hmm. because they want to be good little boys with no fucking balls Absolutely. and the government can keep fucking them in the ass. Right. You've got to question authority. And the problem is those boys who are just being boys are now labeled as toxic. Now, I'm not talking about the scumbags that get girls drunk and fucking rape them. Those are pieces of shit. I'm talking about just a pure-blooded boy. I'm absolutely with you. It's okay to say that you're a boy that thinks you're a girl. That's okay. It's okay to say that you're a boy that sometimes doesn't think they're a boy or a girl. They think they're a fucking cat. That's okay. But if you're a boy behaving like a boy, that's a fucking crime now. So they're latching on to the Andrew Tates and the Jordan Petersons and the people that are saying it's okay to, be to behave like a fucking boy. Right. I No, I totally agree with you. But the people that are, let's and say- And I'll tell you right now. I'll yeah. say, I hate to cut you no, off. No, it's quite all right. I'm telling you right now, those boys are making their way into jujitsu gyms. Fucking A, yeah. Because they can be- young men yes they need the testosterone we're telling these young men that it's crazy you know our military enrollment is lower than it's ever been been. no one's enlisting to the military they're raising the age limit so you can be older to get into the military Mm -hmm. no one's applying to be a cop firefighters ems it's all down it's all down but we have a fucking slew of boys out there that are dancing in front of their cameras because they want to be tiktok stars hey that's great go do that but when it come, when push comes to shove, we're going to need fucking men. And those men started as boys who needed to be guided the right way. Everyone was terrified about that guy from Pennsylvania who went on a fucking run after he killed his girlfriend. You get a look at the guys that caught him. I guarantee well, they man. don't ha- they don't have their fucking pronouns on their profile. Yeah. Those were men. Those were fucking gun-toting, beer-having, tobacco-spitting And they were taking pictures men. with the guy afterwards and men. they were getting busted for that. And I'm like, 
Dude. That's what you fucking do. Exactly. That's what you do. You catch your prey and you take your trophy Hello. picks. And that's letting everybody know. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. We're going to need men. And when the shit hits the fan and it's coming soon, yeah. it's coming. You're not going to look for that fucking soft, pale, fat fucking cupcake who's like, oh, I believe that everyone. No, no, no. Fuck that. I don't need that guy. <laughs> right. Give me the motherfucker who's going to shoot the gun. That's where everyone's going to go. That guy with the pickup truck who you hate, that pickup truck means he got a small dick. No, that's your new best friend. Yeah. And you're going to jump in that fucking pickup truck and you're going to grab that AR and you're going to start fucking blasting this way, that way, every way. Because when the shit hits the fan, honey, you better fucking be ready. Nut up and get fucking blasting. It's coming. You think they're fucking dancing in TikTok at China or Russia? Fuck no. They're ready for war. We're over here fucking tucking our dick between our legs, not figuring out what the fuck we are, and then blaming boys for being boys. Let me just do this one thing, because you're heading into a great direction, but it's not the subject. Dude, we're fucking killing boys. Hang we're on. We're killing men. Hang on, my friend. Hang on. What I'm trying to say is... This, is this. episode's never going to air. No. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is, is like, every, when we played football, you and I played football. Yeah, we did. The back when they it, had leather helmets. It wasn't helmet. just banging into guys. That was the cool part. It was walking through the halls. In other words, that sort of level of fame. That's what I'm getting at. This is like that's being taken away because even the guy that dresses up in a in a, in a in a dress in a girl's dress, he's looking for his moment of notoriety, his moment no of shit. fame. That's Dennis Rodman. There. That's what I'm kind of getting. I mean, that was a little, that was a little kitsch. But I'm saying the guy that really says, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out there now, which is kind of a brave thing society-wise. I give him that, that head nod. But it's like they're looking for their moment of fame. And this fame is so stupid is my point. It's Listen, not real fame. I, I completely support the men, women, you know, young adults who are truly going through that and are living their truth. I fucking support you. Right. Like, do that. I like, think if we that's, all do. Like, the problem I see is that for everyone that's really going through it, right, right, right. there's like four or five okay. that are just confused but kids. What, is, what do they do? Are they looking for fame? Are they looking for notoriety? Why They're are they looking, doing this? Dude, I said this before. It's no different than the goth kids from when I was in school. Bingo. It's no different that's than the exactly fucking That's exactly what I'm talking about. They have no sense of who they are, so they just latch on to the thing that's going to get the most attention. Okay. Now you know how many goth right kids I saw that they wore, you know, the white face paint and the black lipstick and the Marilyn Manson yeah, t-shirts yeah, 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 and absolutely. pins in their fucking nose. And now they're fucking, you know, Susie Homemaker. Right. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You figured out who you were. Good. That's what I'm talking about. And so when I listen to my nephew and he says he attaches himself to Andrew Tate, that crowd is because he, he's a decent athlete, but he's not the star athlete. So where does he find his notoriety? Where's his role models? That kind of thing. And it's really cool to like attach yourself to this sort of subculture of conservatism. You know, I think being conservative now to young boys is really attractive as far as fame goes. Well, I think it's because it's not even being conservative. It's just, I just think that, you know, the liberal has just gone so far mm -hmm. left yep. where you actually left, you know, like, like the young, young males in this country have really been pushed aside you know, no one gives a fuck about you. Same thing with the uh, the the high school graduate, you know, working class. They're not college educated elites, and they're being left behind. And yet, they, we need them to run this country. A fucking a, absolutely. We fucking need yeah. them. It, it's true. We're leaving so many people behind, and we're making their voices so unheard. Yeah. And 
you know, it's unfortunate when someone's like, you know, you have to have an Andrew Tate who's a little bit of an asshole. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. Mm -hmm. You know, he's been accused for some horrendous things. But it's the fact that they have to latch on to that to feel heard. You know, it says a lot. It's also very dangerous when you're, you know, strong, healthy young men latch on to someone with that type of ideology. Because if someone with an Andrew Tate starts to shift that ideology right it can really become very dangerous um mm-hmm. it's happened before historically where you take a group of people who feel like they haven't been heard and they're not yeah. being listened Bingo. to yeah. and you get their ear and you get their attention and you lead them one way lead them one way lead them one way and then all of a sudden you fucking shift and go by exactly way, we gotta get the fucking jews and at yeah. that point they're like yeah because they yeah. It's the first time they felt heard in so long. Absolutely. And we're slow. And unfortunately, we're getting to a point where it's, you know, it's fire with fire. It's extremism with extremism. Right. And you're coming with your purple hair and your rainbow flags and they're coming with their fucking MAGA flags and, you know, 40 pound weighted vests. It's because it's gotten so extreme. I've never seen that in this country. I've never seen (laughs) such sort of uh, red team, blue team thing ever before. Yeah. We're we're kind of going through that now. So just a bunch of white people fighting each other. It's crazy. <laughs> your your crazy. boys are join, your, your boys are joining in on the uh on the MAGA team, which is really great. Everyone's I always right. get a kick out of like uh that kind of uh crowd. It's, it's gotten a little ridiculous. That, yeah. And that's really all it it's is. It's almost like it's almost like they're constantly poking the bear. That's the sense that I get. Listen. You've told the kids several times to be quiet, and they're just fucking running amok. It's right. time to take the belt off and start whooping some ass. <laughs> the kids it. have gone fucking crazy. So, in terms of fame, I always break it down of like, there's undeserved fame. You know, the guy that takes a shot at the president, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and then there's deserved fame. I worked my way up. I, I was, you know, playing all the clubs as a comedian, and finally, I got my taste of, uh, you know, my chance at the top, and boom, it it worked. Okay, like a Seinfeld type, and there are a lot of undeserved types of fame that are out there, especially now. Yeah. Yeah. It's become too easy to attain, but again, it's like you can be really famous right now and I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. You have your own niche sort of thing. I think that's also uh, the fact that I'm officially becoming older and I don't know who any of these people are because I don't keep track. Like I'm really excited at the fact that NSYNC might get back together. (laughs) I'm really excited about that. With Justin? With Justin, baby. Let me tell you something. When those tickets come out, you can say bye-bye-bye to my cash because I'm (laughs) fucking going. I'm there. And I might not take my wife. She's a Backstreet Boys fan. Fuck off. Oh, yeah? I was an NSYNC guy. That was my shit. I kind of liked them both, but that was just whatever. What I'm getting at, though, is with the undeserved, it's like at this point, it's so lame. It's so played out when you like try and be obnoxious or out there for no, like trying to be shocking for no reason. It's beyond it at this point. A guy dressed like a, a guy dressed like a girl is not shocking anymore. It get, no, it's not shocking anymore. And therefore, it's taking away you know, a lot of that. You know what is shocking now? What's that? You know, someone like Connor walking okay. in with a fucking American flag tattoo. And, you know, a MAGA hat. That's like, <gasps> he's a child and he's a conservative. That's what like, I'm talking That's about. shocking. Absolutely. It's, it's wild that yes. we've gone to that point. And it's like like having core values now is like, a, bleh, yuck, it's, what's wrong with you? It's kind of cool underground, though. It is. Like, I, one of the greatest things I love doing is when I'm like, because I, I kind of travel amongst my crowd, which is heavy duty, lib and, and blue. And I love, I love saying, I love Trump. 
And I just love looking Every at Every now the and then, like, one of their heads explodes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like my aunt, she goes, what do you like about him? And I'm like, what's not to like? The dude is out there. He's the most famous. I said to me, at 77 years old, I'd probably be sitting in my chair with a blanket over my lap. This dude's running around the country. Yeah. I mean, he's happening. This is the most successful dude that's ever lived on the planet, arguably. Yeah. And it, it's an amazing thing. I remember and, when he became president, I was like, he just took his family's name and took it from like, you know, a successful business name to next level. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like now, like when you talk about the Trumps 20, 30, 40 years from now, when you talk about the Trumps, it's going to be the same breath as you talk about, you know, the Kennedys and all those. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to just sound like a, a Trump guy because I, because I, I don't think, debate, I, don't, but it's I like, don't think he's the, listen, he might be in the White House again. He might not. I have my own uh, right. conspiracy theories on that. One guy we know that's not going to be his pardon. Wrong. I disagree with you on that. Uh-huh. I, I disagree. There's no way they're going to roll that corpse again. One a bit. Um, but I will say this. I don't think he's the last Trump to go into the White House. Wow. That's an interesting one. That's an interesting so. call. You think of Don Jr.? Nope. Ivanka? Holy shit. Yes, sir. Wow. She's a beautiful woman. She's beautiful. She's smart. Yeah. She knows exactly how to speak. She's articulate. She understands politics. And, you know, she's going to get all the support from Trump supporters. She'd and, be the first one of us, too. And you'd get a lot of... Uh, a lot of women supporting that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. So that to me is deserved fame though. It, it's like the guy worked hard, got is to where he's at. Is any fame really deserved though? Okay. That's an interesting that's question. Like I said, yeah, it's that's, like, that's kind of eh. like, I think if a guy goes through the, the, the motions and does the small, like, like I always use comedians. If he plays the clubs in the middle of fucking Iowa, and hones his craft and has been doing it for years and suddenly gets a break at the top and it works, boom, and he's famous, that to me is deserved. But is his fame more deserved than a doctor who invents the new way of repairing an ACL tear? No, 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 because, I, yeah, no, I think that doctor is deserved as well. But I'm talking about the guy that takes a it. shot at the president. But that, to me, is undeserved fame. But that doctor's not going to get the same fame as that comedian. Oh, oh, I see what you're getting at. Okay, yeah, that's yeah why it's a different I, level. That's of, why I treat fame like it's like it's very subjective. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, you're really good at telling the real joke, heroes of the guys that ran. this person's yeah. actually changing the world. Oh, that's a different type of thing. Yeah, <clears throat> I was talking about that sort of stupid kind of fame. You know, that, that ends you up in People Magazine kind of thing. That's why, you know, that's why it's like, you know, with the ADCC ref thing, it's cool that people recognize me, but I'm like, dude, instead of watching me, maybe you should watch the competitors. Like, you know, that should be your goal. Yeah, but it's the whole experience. Like, ADCC is an entire experience now. It's a show now. Yeah, it is. In a sense. I'm it's, so excited. It, it's Super Bowl kind of shit. At least to us. Yeah. You know. T-Mobile Arena. It's going to be fucking <laughs> I mean, you're going to have fireworks. You're going to have the whole, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really going to make a push that when if they get Bruce Buffer again, they should announce the referee. Of course. For God's they sake. do it for everything else. And it's yeah. not like I'm asking for anything crazy. And it's not for a matter of fame. But it's like, hey, it does help me with my business. Hell yeah. It does help. But at the same time, it's like everybody else does it. You know, I don't need the whole Conor McGregor thing. It's like, Conor McGregor. Uh, the referee for this fight will be <laughs> Herb, Herb Dean. Dean. Right. <laughs> like, just do that. Mario Yamasaki. Like, let people know, like, and the referee will be, and say the referee's name. There were guys that became famous. Big John McCarthy, yeah. Herb Dean. Damer Gliotto. Yeah, Damer Gliotto. Wow. Okay. Um, to me, when you don't make it, though, famous after all this work, 
it's a real come down. Like I know a ton of musicians that were, that blew me away. You know what I'm saying? And they never made it and it really gets on them. It's a lot. Yeah. There's a dude that I, that I recorded with and he played with a famous band and he got that taste. He was playing, he actually warmed up for the stones mm. and he got that <clears throat> taste and then they got rid of him in the band because they brought back their original guitarist and it's just like he's scratching at it and it must be so painful not to have that fame anymore it's got to be rough i uh one of my good friends dated a girl whose brother was the lead singer for a band um camera the name of the band but they had a huge song in philly uh they used it for like the eagles a couple times like wow. the philadelphia eagles right you know they toured japan signed to jive records like they they mm -hmm. were doing the thing right just you know never got that like that's like you're there. That's what I'm talking about. You know, just you're scratching at yeah. it. You're gonna, you're I right mean, you there. Know, there were a couple like, other issues, but you know, lead singer had a you know. Does that lead to serious depression though? Because like everything in my life revolved around me getting to that point, and now it's like, <laughs> what do I do now? Kind of thing. It could, and that's what happens to athletes. Yeah, you know, like you know, we're talking about like to bring this up. We got Nick Chubb just really hurt his knee. He might never come back. Exactly. How's that going to be on his life? Knowing that like you were literally at your I was thinking of J.K. Dobbins. He's a guy that's like... He'll be back. I don't know, man. He, every, but, he's but had he, such bad injuries. But he'll come back and play. Yeah. And he was and J.K. Dobbins was never as good as Nick Chubb. Mm -hmm. Nick Chubb had potential to go down as one of the greats. Could have been. Yep. But he might never play again. Yeah. That's got to fucking hurt. Yeah. I absolutely agree. And, and where do you go from there? It's like the old story of the... You know, in the past, you'd open up a car dealership or something, you know what I'm saying? But is that it, you know, is that scratching your fame itch or is it like, is it enough? I think for some people it's not, you know, it's funny. I, I saw one of the, uh, one of one of the fighters this at Chicago and I was like, man, I was like, I was like, I know I gotta be professional, but I just want to say huge honor meeting you. I was like, I can't tell you how many nights I stayed up late watching your WEC fights. Wow. And he was like, ah, the good old days. He's like, wish I was still in them. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. But it's just like, damn. And I don't think it was about the fame. I think it's just knowing that at that moment, that point in life, right. you were at your peak. And it was deserved fame. Deserved. You worked your way deserved. up to it. Boom, you got your taste. Yeah. And then, still doing well, still you know successful. But right. there was something about... yeah that time you know it's got to be great i mean in a little bit i i deal with it a little bit like especially with like football it's like fuck like i would have loved to like yes stay healthy you like, put in what? a lot of years put in a lot of years you know a lot of years and it's, lot like, of... it's like i was i was there i know you know, i was at that i was at the recruiting visit i was ready <laughs> for the next like we were already talking about the next school i know what you're talking about it didn't happen sometimes i watch and i'm like man like you know with jujitsu i'm like ah, you know i took it as far as I could with what I could right. do, yeah. um, with what my body could do. I was also more prepared for it because of what happened with football. Right. Being like, I told you when we played pickleball, I was like, dude, like jujitsu is my worst sport. I can't, <laughs> I can't use what I'm good at in jujitsu. I get it. You know, I can use it in, in bursts. I always say you surprised me that day. Athlete, baby. <laughs> I wasn't very expecting Very explosive it. movement. <laughs> I'm very fast laterally. So on a lower level, is it just that you're looking for the spotlight? Is it that you're looking to be the life of the party? Are you just being outrageous? Like, 
You know the guy that just like is not going to be famous, but he just has to be a douchebag at the party. Oh, I hate is that the same guy. kind of fame? It's just he's looking for that's, something. That's is my point. They just need to be notorious. Okay, noticed. They need to notorious. be noticed. They yeah. need to be. They need to have people what talk is that, about though? them psychologically. I think psychologically, it's a lack of self worth. No doubt, yeah. You don't know who you are. You don't know anything about yourself. So you'll take any... It's kind of like when... And Steph teaches me this all the time with the kids. Children are always looking for attention. Mm-hmm. The problem is we never give t- children attention for positive reinforcement. We never go, hey, you guys are doing a great job sitting here quietly. Thank you for playing... You never do that. Right. But you'll tell your kid like, hey, you're being loud. Hey, you're being... So children recognize like, hey, when I don't do what I'm supposed to do. Yes, I yes, get yes. attention. Exactly. So they start seeking negative attention because right. that's better than no attention. Right. And they learn it at a young age. And now you're seeing it with these young girls where they're realizing like, oh, if I show my my ass on Instagram, mm-hmm. I'll have a million a million people will like me. Right. And and it's happening. You're seeing these boys talking that's, about that's like, sort of undeserved fame to me. Yeah, but they're just seeking the attention. Okay. And pe- everyone wants listen, people want attention. People want to be recognized. People want to want to matter on this planet. Nobody wants so, to but... die and have like a See, I don't know about that. Let me let me just let me just make my point real fast. If you take the average ten people that let's say do not have a skill set, I don't know, they can't play the guitar they can't sing they can't i don't know whatever the fuck um i think a lot of people are comfortable being these sort of like in the crowd am i wrong about that maybe you know because there are people that just never go for any kind of notoriety either and those are usually people that get it yeah they really do because <laughs> they don't want it yeah that's usually how it happens you know you know that's but that's that's the journey of life, right? You don't always get what you want, or sometimes by not not getting what you want is the biggest blessing. I guess so. I, I don't know. I, I take a look at it like I look at yourself. I look at um, e- even when I play live on stage, it's like it, it, it's a lot of people come up and say, "How do you do that sort of thing?" And I'm like, it, it just is easy to me now. But what is it that I'm doing it for? Like I'm not going to be famous at this age. But I'm just doing it just to do it. Like I, I just yeah, that's the whole like doing it. Yeah. It's okay to say you. But like it happens doing to be something. tangential to fame, sort of. Not, I don't know. Does it always? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I really like refing. Yeah. I really like refing. You dig it? Yeah. Do I like refing in front of thirteen thousand people? Yeah. Okay. Do I like when people stop and are like, "Hey, you did a great job out there. Can I get a picture?" Of course. Okay. But am I craving it when I don't get it? No. But I'd say day, 99, pe- like 99 people out of 100 don't want to do that. They just don't have it in them. You know? I feel like I was here. I really feel like all of like my whole path in life kind of led me to this point. That's what I'm getting at. What's that psychology? You know what I'm saying? That drive to sort of like exercise. I think you have to think about where you're at. Right. And realize that if things would have worked out sometimes, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be where you're at. Right. Let's say, for example, I never hurt my back. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's be honest. I'm not going to the fucking NFL. Right. I'm not six foot four. I don't have mm. a four four forty. That wasn't in the cards. At best. At best. I go to Lackawanna Junior College and I get to a nice mid level division one school maybe even reach and get into like a Rutgers, Temple, right. Villanova, some shit like that. Okay. Go there, play for two, three years, have a nice collegiate career, 
maybe start my senior, junior year, rack up some tackles, have some good plays, things that I can show the kids and the grandkids. But then I graduate, football's over, I'm now 23 years old, 22 years old. Right, right, right. And I do what? I go become a fucking gym teacher? Essentially, yeah. That's it. I, yeah. I, I took the course, but because I never fulfilled that course, yeah. and I had to find an alternate route, I found a different path. And then through that path, there were But it was always driving you, wasn't it? Like at night, you'd look up and say, I'm going to be something in this world. I was like, well, here's what happened with Jiu Jitsu. I was like, I still have a body that I can use. Right. I can't use it the way I should use it, but I can still use it somehow. Right, right, right. And I found a way to use it. And then through Jiu Jitsu, I realized that I could coach and, you know, I could speak and I could, you know, put my thoughts into words and express right. myself in a nice manner and I could tell a joke and I can tell a story right. and then I could break things down and simplify them. So that made me a good coach. Am I a great coach? No. Can I do the X's and O? I'm not the best at that, but I can engage someone. I can keep you engaged right, in right, class right. for an hour. Got it. Then podcast became a thing and slowly but surely it all kind of led me to this point where right. now I can ref a match and not get nervous in front of 13,000 people because when I was eight years old, I was giving lectures at church in front of a hundred right. people and it all kind of just got to that point. So it's been an ascendancy in a sense. Everything got me to this yeah. point. That's interesting. And I don't think it was for fame. I think it was just to be the very best at whatever point I got to. And do I think I'm there yet? No, I don't. It's totally no, no, no. Everything, everything in your sort of your uh, front windshield seems to be going in the upwards direction but I there are people like uh, i just want to i just want to podcast all day and teach you just like that, <laughs> that's all i want to do that's all it is i just want to podcast <laughs> you know have like three separate shows keep tapping in have one that's like strictly sports have one that's like me talking shit right 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 you know put up the so microphone done. put up done. the microphone teach a class at night and then go home and stuff's like hey baby like babe i'm talked out <laughs> I'm talked out. Like, I want to complain about, you know, what I have. I love this one quote. It's like, five years ago, you used to dream about the things you complain about today. And I'm wow, like, that's cool. A, that's true. That's cool. That's fucking true. So that leads to the next thing, which is, I, I don't even mind when people do this, but I call it the glory days syndrome. Glory days. I hate those Yeah, people. they'll pass you by. Uh, they always steer the conversations to... What high they school used football. to do high school football not even high school football just maybe they maybe they made a, a run at, at work you mm -hmm. know uh, yeah when i was the you know the executive vp i never quite made it to the presidency i never made the ceo level but you know i made it to the level just they're always steering that shit there if they haven't made it in the words of uh, and i always wonder about that psychology in the words of tony soprano remember when it's the lowest form of conversation it's true <laughs> That is remember when remember when motherfucker what are you doing now yeah i have a co i used to have a coach that if you're if you're talking about what you did yesterday you didn't do shit today mm. and mm. i apply it to life now when i get together some of my old high school friends do we reminisce of course right but i'm not talking about you know but what is this if we would have if we would have made that kick against old bridge we would have made the playoffs <laughs> yeah but then what like who cares <laughs> who gives a shit who cares we didn't. Big I whoop. I actually like talking about the, the worst they games I ever played. At, they would have put me at fullback, man. Who? Well, they didn't, fuckwad. <laughs> I actually like Move talking on. about the shitty games, like when we were down 37 to 7 at halftime oh and it's fucking God. freezing out. And I'm like, that's what sticks in my those memory the, bank. Those are the fun stories. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, 
I, I think you know. I think Jonathan Moxon said it best. Kilmer said thirty minutes for the next thirty years. I say we go out there and play the next thirty minutes for the next Friday Night Lights, baby. Wait, was that Varsity Blues or Friday Night Lights? Varsity Blues, oh, baby. Okay. For the next we'll thirty minutes, let's go out there and play like gods. Yeah. Let's go fucking play some football. <laughs> Jonathan Moxon at halftime, one of the best fucking speeches ever. Absolutely. I wanted to run through a fucking wall when he gave that speech. Next question. Are the guys that become famous that quote unquote give back? Okay. Are they, they tax write offs? Are they full of shit or are they for real? I mean, or is it a bit of both? I don't know. I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I think they're still looking to be like famous around people. You know, they just dig the whole idea of being around people that you're, well, that you're famous. Here's the thing, yeah. right? And, and this is why like chasing wealth or chasing fame you're never going to you're never going to satisfy that you're never going to yeah. feed that demon right. because once you become rich now you're hanging out with other rich people and you realize that you're not the richest in that group so now you start trying to climb those ranks right. and then once you become the richest in that group you realize that now you're amongst the elite rich but you right. don't have the same power as that one that's does. what kevin o'leary said it never Mr. ends mr wonderful from uh, shark tank he just said you know when i made my first million it was like that was really great can i make 5 million yeah and once I made five million, can I make 10 million? Can I make a hundred million? You know, that's the, the thought process. It never ends. And it's like anything else, you know, like if you become super famous, it's like, all right, well now I need power. Okay. You know, look at how, look at, look at the richest people in the world right now, mm -hmm. right? You take your Bill Gates, you take your Elon Bezos, Musk, you take your right. Bezos. They don't give a fuck about money anymore. Yeah. They're buying Twitter. They're investing in labs in China. They're creating rocket ships. Now they're trying to harvest power. Yeah. They want power. They want to control the world. And now it's a, a fucking dick measuring contest and we all got to pay the consequences for it. Sort of, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why when you come across an Elon Musk who says, I'm looking to create a freedom device or, you know, like let people speak, it's kind of rare because usually they try and push their own agendas. Yeah, I remember when Jeff Bezos got divorced mm -hmm. and I remember like hearing something, I can't remember where it was. It might've been uh, Bloomberg or Wall Street Journal saying how like if his wife wouldn't had settled for a prenup or something like that their divorce could have affected the US economy yeah think about that yeah you're you worth so much needle. money that your divorce fucks up the economy yeah wow <laughs> that's some serious but that's what they become obsessed with it mm -hmm. never ends and then it gets to a point where you have all the power you ever. So now what's next? You want to start creating more life, different life form, different viruses. You start getting that God complex. Yeah. Well, if you ratchet it down a little bit more to the guy that's sort of, let's say, internet famous or podcast famous mm -hmm. or something like that, it's hard coming up with content. Like, I don't know if, like, I do this a lot. You know, when I, when I work with this podcast, it's just... It's really like what would be a good subject kind of thing. And it's sometimes like tough to come up with shit. Most podcasts only last eight to 10 episodes. Yeah. I mean, think about how many podcasts have started since we started of mm -hmm. people that we know. How many of them are still going? Yeah, I'll give you an even weirder one. It's like I post on uh, Instagram and I get this thing back from them saying uh, X amount of people saw your uh, reel. You're 16% of the people that post never get those numbers. And I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? It, it, it happens quick when you, you should see some of the numbers that Tom gets. It's wild. Yeah, I'm sure. Wild. You're talking about like a million plays on one of his reels. It's wow. Like, wow. Do you know how many people a million people? That's great. Is? But that's like the top 1%, top 2%. He's up there. That's what yeah, I'm saying. He's up there. He moves the needle. It's weird to like be in that 
like to be able to say something that kind of goes into people's ears at that level. Well, look at someone like Gordon, you know, like look at look at Gordon's podcast episode, right? Mm -hmm. He's hands down the number one most listened to episode. I'll tell you the numbers right now. So Gary's number two, right? And Gary came out a whole year before Gordon's. Right. Let's pull these numbers up right now. The origin episode is number four. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I feel like that should get bumped up. Gordon, <laughs> Gordon's episode has. We'll have to reboot it. You ready? You know, you're going to have to get a reboot. So, Gary's episode is number two. All right. 2,800 streams. Gordon's episode has over 5,000 streams. That's amazing. It's been listened to 5,000 times. No wonder I'm getting all these nude girls like sending me back yeah, uh, requests. All right. So now. And I, what I do is you can tell how many of those people started listening to other episodes because now all the other episodes go up. You know, like the origin episode went up like 50 listens. Right. That means 50 people were like, you know what, let's start from here and climb. So it's little by little, but, but if I didn't like talking here with you, but I wouldn't do you do feel, it. Do you feel like you, you're talked out or is there so much more? Because coming up with content is, is a little... You uh, can talk forever. That's beautiful. <laughs> I could always like, I mean, here's the thing. Like we have a very specific podcast where we talk about jujitsu and bring, but if we like a lot of these podcasts, they just sit down and talk. Rogan literally just sit down and talks to his, talks to a guest. Yeah. But I I don't know. His stuff is interesting because it goes three hours and I I don't, I don't see myself listening to that for that long. And sometimes the guests bore the piss out of me and some guests, some guests I just don't listen to. Like when he brings on a, like a, some dude that just like jibber jabbers, I'm like, Oh God. I gotta tell you, he's had two wrestlers on. He's had a bunch of WWE. He just had Hulk Hogan on. on. Yeah, yeah. wasn't the, wasn't a good episode. No, I'm not gonna say it was a bad episode, but I was just like, wow, really? Hulk Hogan and uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair were the ones I was most excited for. Right. Nuts. See, the guy I would love to hear is Under- Macho Man, because well, I'd love dead. to. You know, know what I'm saying? He would have like thrown a little dirt. He would. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? He seems like that kind of. So dude. he's got he's got Kurt Angle on. I want to listen to not that bad. one. I feel like that's a good one. Um, but he had Undertaker. Okay. That was but Undertaker's just Mr. Nice Dude, Guy. no, fantastic episode. Was it really? Okay. Yeah, it really gave you a lot of the ins and outs, the All backgrounds, right. and just, you realize, like, oh, he, there's a reason why he's the fucking, why he's a legend. Yeah. Like, that guy was, nobody will say anything bad about him. Uh, absolutely. Undertaker's kind of like, babe. he's almost like the Henzo of wrestling. Like, no one's got anything bad to say about him. Yeah. And if he says something bad about you, you're like, fuck, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of like goes into the next thing about fame. It's like you're dealing with a lot of hate a lot of times because there's for everyone that likes you, there's there's always a douchebag out there that I mean, doesn't like course. you. That's why, I and they're looking boy. like to like needle you. Yeah, like I'm sure it. Gordon has his people that needle him. Oh my god, are you serious, dude? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm asking. I got I got made fun of on his. He wished me a happy birthday one mm-hmm. time, like made a post, and people ripped me apart of it. <laughs> for no reason. One guy what? made fun of my fucking cheeks. One guy went on there and wrote 57 seconds, which is how long my MMA fight lasted. Like, no. oh my God. Like, <laughs> like, shit. But like, they're just fucking trolls. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. The best is you can look up the match that I refed at West Coast Trials. Okay. Half the comments are like, that ref's the goat. Yeah. Great refing. And then the other half's like, that guy's a moron. <laughs> Who the fuck is that is guy? Is it 50-50? Yeah, it's pretty split. It's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> so I learned to just not fucking read them. But there were guys in high school, like when you played football, mm-hmm. there were guys that were like, sort of like, 
would throw shade at you that like the theater crowd that's just oh those fucking jock douchebags you know that yeah, kind of thing the fucking theater crowd oh, what i'm getting at but that bothers some people that's what i'm saying some yeah. people really care yeah i i'm gonna be honest with you i fucking don't yeah i don't see I, you know? it, it, I don't like they can me, talk I, shit about my hair my beard whatever the fuck i don't give a fuck yeah because at the end of the day all right make fun of my hair make fun of my beard you know maybe i'm in shape for that tournament maybe i'm not in shape for that tournament Say what the fuck you want. At the end of the day, like, motherfucker, I own the school. I got this podcast. I got my fucking career. I got my house. I got my wife, my kids. I'm refing at ADCC. What the fuck But that doing? goes back to what we were talking about. There is a certain crowd that wants to be famous, and there's a certain crowd that'll always try and pull you down. Yeah. You know? They're called haters. And if <laughs> you don't it. got haters, you're not doing something right. All righty, man. All righty. Uh, fun fact. Credit card debt. The average person in this country. Past one trillion dollars. First time ever. Good job. So the, the total debt is total one debt trillion. Is one, yeah. over one trillion dollars. Unbelievable. Amazing. That's a lot. That means people don't make enough to pay for their shit no. in life, and they're hitting their credit cards now. Yeah. <laughs> this well, country yeah, I mean, is the greatest sense. economic engine on the planet, and all they're doing is fucking putting their foot on the neck of it. Yeah. All they're because of this people. stupid fucking well, whatever. Any rate, pisses me off. Mm, well, you know. All right, brother. How many? How long are we into this thing? Hour seven. You want to do a game, or you want to just let's uh, do a quick game. Quick let's game. do a quick game. I All gotta right. get out of here. This soon. is kind of quick, too. Okay. One to five. What gets me mad in game? Okay. All right. So one is like not bad at all. Five is like I'm. There you go. I'm gonna stab you. Your Bluetooth is not working in your car. Mm, two. Really? That, that fucking pisses me off. I'll just drive it. I'll <laughs> I just drive it. Steam. Have our websites loading slowly. Four. <laughs> <laughs> because driving in my car, worst case scenario, I'll just switch to the radio or I'll turn it off. That's what I'm saying. But it pisses me but off. But the website, like, I'm yeah. like, I need this now. <laughs> I'm here for a reason. You're wasting my time. Next one. A cashier or customer service is not paying attention to you. What do you mean? Like, let's say you go to your uh, your Paris baguette. And they're just not paying attention to you. Like, yo, hello. That kind of thing. Depends. I'll say anywhere from like a two to a 3.5. Okay. Yeah. I, it just, seems to me you take your matters into your own hand when that happens. Yeah. That's big. What about the person that gives you unwanted advice? One. <laughs> you just roll I just rocks. nod and go, thank you. And fucking move on with my life. Right. I'm a man of peace and zen. You're interrupted in your anger. And you have to be fake nice at this point. <laughs> My wife does that to me. So like I'm pissed. Like, like I'm pissed off at something. Like let's say the, the website is not loading. And she says, right, dinner's ready. I'm like, oh, fuck up. But I got to be nice. Yeah, I'll be right down, pooks. Probably like a three. There you go. I hate when I try to get, they try to settle me down when I'm already right. pissed. I had that happen yesterday. Oh, wow. So uh, I've, I've been driving to work for like two years. Right. And the last two weeks, I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking done. It's just too expensive with gas and everything. Yeah. So I pay sixty bucks a month, and I park at a I park at a train station. I did it for two fucking weeks. I get home yesterday. I walk to the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah. Someone fucking hit me. No. Yeah, and you can tell it looked like they were backing out. Yeah, and the yeah, front yeah, yeah, hit. yeah, yeah. 
So it's not terrible. You probably won't even notice if I don't show you, but like now it's like, I got it. Like I see it. Yeah. I got to take it to the shop and get it fixed. Absolutely. I know what you're talking about. It's like, I, I started parking here to save money. Perfect fucking beast. Yeah. And you fucking, you fucked it up. Yeah. And like pretty bad. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I, I, I started parking here to save money. And now I'm literally spending the same fucking amount fixing this shit. on something else. Right. So I, I lost my shit. <laughs> and I told like, cause it happened literally as I was getting Steph and the kids in the car. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't fucking win. Right. I can't fucking win. <laughs> They're just sucking my fucking money away from me every fucking turn. And then the kids were taking too long to get in the car. So I'm like, sit down. Right. And Steph's like, get out of the car. She's like, you can go by yourself. I was like, yes, I do. I will. And they wow. got out. And I fucking went by myself to run Holy the air and I had to run. Shit. I was livid. Wow. Livid. Well, you get to that same kind of, the next one is like people not copping to their anger or saying it's fine. Like, let's say you're like really, really pissed off and some mm-hmm. stranger goes, you know, he sees this and you're like, it's fine. It's fine. You know, that kind of shit. Oh, they're telling me it's fine? Yeah. I'm losing my shit. Right. <laughs> I'm like a woman. Don't tell me to relax. Don't tell me to relax. Don't tell me to fucking relax. Shh. <laughs> One to five, you see someone hurting an innocent person or, or a dog or family. Five. That's exactly, yeah. Me too. Five, I step in. I threaten to assault you myself. Wow. And sometimes I get my sister involved. <laughs> the famous Gabby. Gabby. And <laughs> she just willingly jumps in. She's like, got you. You know what fucking sends me through the roof? Like when I bang my head on something, like I catch the cabinet on my head or I stub my toe, that kind of thing. The toe Motherfucker. Gets me. The toe gets me. <laughs> My head, I'm like, <laughs> barely feel it at this point. Uh, how about being told you're wrong when you're not? Like you get into a wife argument. That drives me. <laughs> that one is a five. Wow. Yeah. Especially when I know I'm right. Yeah. Because here's the thing, I'll say things, I'll say things every now and then, and like if I don't think I'm right, I'll be like, "Don't quote me. I'm probably most likely wrong, but I've heard this." But if I know I'm right about something, right on. Like I'm like, no, no, no. I know I'm fucking <laughs> no, right. No, no, no. You know, now every now and then, you I, ever have to do one where you have to like you say you're sorry, and I say like, "Look, you're gonna get an apology from me. I don't mean a fucking word of it because I'm totally right on this, but I'm sorry." Yeah. No, I don't do that. Wow. No, nice. if I'm right, I'm right. Good job, babe. Uh, how about uh, being talked over? God, I mean, it doesn't piss me off, but it's just like, dude, just shut up. Dude, Let me I, just say I, what I have to say. I grew up in a house with a bunch of Puerto Rican women. I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> You're used to it. You know, but that's also why, like, I speak in a way where people don't talk over me. Okay, do you really? Yeah. yeah. Is that a technique or like? Well, yeah, that's why I talk loud and I'm very like you okay. know, animated and I I speak in a way where people want me to keep speaking. Like typically, if people talk over me, other people get pissed. Oh, I gotcha. Like shut the fuck up. He I was telling a story. To say. Right. Like, yeah. I'm you like, know what yeah. pisses me off a lot when things suddenly go missing. Like I put my fucking sunglasses right like here. Like the men and, in America. Well, yeah. <laughs> put my sunglasses here and they're no longer there. What the fuck? I'll tell you what really gets me <laughs> when I put something there and then they're not there. That's <laughs> and then Steph's like, "Oh, I moved them." Oh. Then tell me you moved in. Right. Tell me you moved in. Right. Oh, I lose my shit. That's what I'm talking about. I lose, but is it a three, a four, or five? What is it's it? It's a five. It's wow. Yeah. 
All right, what about back-to-back red lights? You're getting going in your truck. You get, you know, you're moving. Boom, red light. That's a three. I'm pissed, but I'm like, nah, at least I'm not dead. I hate shitty drivers. Like guys (sighs) in the left lane that just will not. And they've all got Pennsylvania fucking license plates. If you're going slow in the left lane, me and fucking big big, (laughs) big green machine are right behind you. Right behind you. Me and the MAGA machine are on you. Nice. I've told you this before, but like when I watch someone litter purposely or they or they just like i'm like i was at the mall the other night i'm always at the mall but i'm at the mall and it's like people are just walking by the garbage right in front of the door of the mall and i'm like just pick it up yep you know (laughs) they won't well they're scared they're gonna get covid fucking idiots uh you know what i also hate sloppy sandwiches Mm. i was eating a burger the other day and it starts coming out the back end of the bun that was pissing me off you know what I hate? What's that, babe? Because you brought up sandwiches. Yeah. Not sloppy sandwiches, but when I have to assemble my sandwich. <laughs> okay. Like when they, like an open-faced Reuben. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, Or like when, like, you bring me the burger, but then, like, the top bun and the lettuce and tomato are on the other half. It's like, just, just put it on top. Okay. Like, now I gotta, I like, it. I gotta... See, I'm it's okay such a with small, that. No, it's such a small step, but it's like, I'm not here... To do any work. <laughs> like just lifting up the top row and putting it on top like, Puh, that's too much work. Right. Just yeah. put it there, put a toothpick through it, yeah. and bring me this shit. So I always had five guys and it's like I'm eating the burger and it starts coming out the back end of the bun and it's like all the sauces on my hand and I'm like, what You know what wasn't sloppy? The hot dogs in Chicago, baby. <laughs> Woo! They were good. You know what pisses me off? An unflushed toilet at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Well, I think a lot of people now just assume that all these toilets are automatic. And if it's not, I guess so. They get up and they're like, oh, it didn't. I mean, have you ever gone to like a sink and put your hands under it and water doesn't come out? And you're like, oh, (laughs) that happened the other day. You're like, I got to lift this up. What is this? 1998. (laughs) Jesus. I got to actually pump the soap. It's awful. I think that's what I think. Some people just think it's automatic and they leave, especially in public. I agree. And there's a fucking turd in there, or is like some guy fucking diarrhea all over this? I was at, oh, that's bad. My favorite restaurant. What's your favorite restaurant? Chick Fil A. I just dig it. It's clean. <laughs> okay. The people are always nice. Christian and I. Yeah, whatever. This Jew loves that place. <laughs> I walk in the bathroom, and some fucking guy diarrhea all over the goddamn toilet, and I'm that's like, phenomenal. "You've got. I love this place. How could you sully it?" Pissed me off. Probably a fucking liberal. <laughs> <laughs> when I close on Sundays, here's what I think. <laughs> take that for your shitty fucking your shitty your God. Yeah, take that for your shitty fucking beliefs. <laughs> How about people getting on elevators before everybody else gets off the elevator? Fuck those people. I, I'm like. I, I'm standing at the mall, like I said, and I wrote all these things and these ideas because I'm literally watching it happen in, yeah. happen in front of me. I'm like, buddy, let the woman out. They don't. I'll tell you, and that, I developed that on the train. Oh, yeah? Because you'll have like people oh, yeah, yeah, waiting yeah. to get see, off. Yeah. And as soon as the doors open, they start coming in. And it's like, people have to get off. Right. Like, you'll get on. But they can get stuck on if you don't let them off. That's what I'm saying. In Japan, they do it totally different. 
they do the same thing at airports where they the people leave the train on the right hand side and the people yep. enter the train on the left hand so side. So what they do in Japan is they actually have like a line. Uh-huh. So like when the train comes to a stop, there's like a yellow line right like side to yeah, the yeah. side of the doors, and they wait to the side of the doors. Wow. So when the doors open, everybody comes off, and then they file in. That's a civilized society. Yeah, I got some videos of them fucking stuffing the trains too. That's cool though. Like so many people that they're like cool. pushing them yeah. in till the doors close. I'm like, yikes. Wow. Uh I know this doesn't bother you, but I can't stand getting texts with spelling errors. That doesn't bother That's me. That's about a two or three for me. You know what? I hate getting phone calls. <laughs> 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 like when people call me, I'm just like, eesh, why? Why? And then it's like like if you're gonna call me make it something important right people are like hey just you know want to see what's going on no no just text me please i've lowered i have i told you i have an abc level like there i have my a friends my b friends and my c friends it's like my c friends yeah i'll get back to them in a couple of days like please get the hint that i really don't want you in my uh, life i tell people like first of all if you call me i i don't think people realize how busy i am yeah. Like I'm usually in the middle of something. Yeah. So if you call me and I don't answer, it's like I'm probably busy. And by the time I get a free second to call you back, unless you're my mom, my sister, or my right. wife, I'll not, give you something else that, that you back. respond to though, because I purposely like played a mental <clears> game <throat> with you. <laughs> like what was this? I wanted to see how quickly you'd respond to the Matt Breda remark that I said online on the text for fantasy. Oh yeah, right. I said the Brita era has begun, and I like literally timed it to see how quickly. I don't think react. I ever responded. You did. What I said? You said I'll I'll show it to you, but it took about ten minutes. I remember that. Let's try to make some trades. Are you really? Yeah, and we'll always, talk about that afterwards. Maybe we can trade, maybe. Okay. Uh, I you know I got stuff like getting pulled over. I don't know. That doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. Now that I have money, it's like, I don't give a shit if I get pulled over. You want my fucking 70, 80 bucks? Here you go. For me, it's like, now that I'm older than the cops. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm like, listen, guy. How old are you? 22? Come on, kid. Let me get the fuck out of here. You exactly. Like, are you the owner of... It's like, I am. Professor okay. <laughs> Miguel, nice to meet you. Let me get the fuck out of here. That's a cool card to play, though. <laughs> I played it a lot. And this is the last one. And Let's this, go. This really fucking... Let's go. I got to iron my clothes and shit. I got a long day tomorrow. I can't stand not getting thank you or please. Ooh. That really pisses me off. Not only do I mm. not like getting it, but I watch people who don't do it and yeah. I judge you right away. Absolutely. So like one of Steph's friends slash relative right, slash yeah. we've talked about yes, her. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, we went out to eat one time and I pay attention to her because I already kind of don't like her. Ooh. Can you go get me this? Can you bring me another water? Mm-hmm. Can, I didn't like the way this tasted. Could you bring me another mm-hmm. one? Excuse me. Can you? So every time the waiter came with something, she needed something else. She wouldn't say thank you. Not once did I hear thank oh, you. Oh, what a turd! Please. Wow. I, it just bothers the it's shit of me. Rotten spirit. It, it's the usual like like I'm driving in front of a supermarket. Yeah, go ahead. You know, walk with your cart. And if I don't <clears> get the wave, oh man, it just fucking. Or when you hold the door open for people and they just walk through. Oh, I'll, that I'll actually say something. Yeah. I go, you're welcome. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, it's not super angry. It's just. It just really grinds my <laughs> it gears. just grinds my gears. Pushes All my right. buttons. Last question. Big question of the night. Let's go. It's supposed to be 45 I was not minutes. A pl- an hour and a half in. Okay. I was not a 
game video game guy okay okay i mean to me the the only thing i ever played was tiger woods golf mm-hmm. what are your three favorite uh video games mm, i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna date myself here uh definitely gonna go with the madden franchise crash bandicoot i'm not gonna go crash bandicoot that was a fun <laughs> game uh i'm gonna go grand theft auto Mad- you said madden football yeah that's a great game grand theft auto vice city still the best gta I think hands down that. hands down okay you're literally playing the scarface movie okay it's the 80s it's fucking phenomenal grand theft auto vice city and let me see what's another one uh, what, what, like what would be a fun one like need for speed or something like that or? need for speed never did it for me they were really? fun games i mean you could always go mario party's always a good time mario kart right. is always a classic you know what i'm saying sonic was a good one now, you didn't play the old school stuff like space invaders or anything like that or i did on action on atari Galaxian or something frogger like that. yeah frogger oh yeah yeah i found i had an old atari um i never understood kids that used to play that shit back then shack fu was a great game i remember that one yeah let's see what else did we have uh um, Toe Jam and Earl, that was a good one. Wow, I don't on know the that Super one. Nintendo and on the Sega. I don't know that one. Yeah, they were rappers from outer space. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. But I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go modern day. Uh, I was not a big call Halo. I'm yeah. throwing, so I'm going Halo. Jason loves Halo. I'm going Halo. Uh, Halo number three, the whole Madden franchise number two, and number one favorite video game of all time, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Dang it, babe, we're back. Good to be back. Fucking A, man. Let's get the fuck it's out of like here. It's been like three or four weeks. It's been a while. I got sick. I had an ear infection. I had Chicago. It was awful. I've been through it. Came back strong, though. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> cool. I went on a fucking rant. Good times. Good times. Love you, buddy. Love you, baby. I love you, too, babe. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to be in England next week. So uh, We'll I'm, do a quick tap. Maybe I'll sneak somebody in here for the sure, week. Sure, absolutely. Get a guest in here. Bring in a Max. Yeah, I would love to get his opinion. I'd love to get idea. his thoughts on things. Oh, do you? I got an idea. All right, go. I got an idea. Bring in the kids. I want to get their opinions and things. Nah, fuck that. I want their no? opinions. <laughs> fuck out of here. I just love the impressions of like Manny and Max. Jesus. What the fuck's Manny going to talk about? Uh, yeah, so I'm like coaching JV football now. It's fantastic. Give me a fucking job. I'd love to coach some JV football. If I coach JV football, that yeah. D line would be fucking animals. Absolutely. I mean, killing me. this is like Deion Sanders is living his secondary dream. Hey, I want to throw this out there real quick because you mentioned Dion. Yeah, love If you listen to the show, by the way, I met Dave Ramirez over in Chicago. Fantastic, our biggest Great fan. Dude, yeah. If you are a listener, if you can find the episode where we right. talk about how great I Blenders asked him, is, didn't know. find it. Send it to me. I, I'll figure out something to send you. I'll send you a rash guard or some shit. I listened to three Let episodes. I couldn't get it. Dude, Deion Sanders is taking blenders to the next level, but we here at Tapping In were on it first. I've been pushing blenders for a year. Those are the sunglasses, right? Yeah. Dude, I didn't know that's what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about like protein shakes. No. Like, blenders, the, the sunglasses. No, that's why. Well, you were like, those are some pretty cool sunglasses. And I'm like, blenders, like, baby. And that you're was like, like six or seven episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, you were like, I can't wear those. And I was like, yeah, you can. Blenders has it for everyone. I told you how like they're only 60 to 90 bucks and they've got great styles and they Dude, last better. They're better than my Pradas, better than everything. I didn't know what you were talking about. That's Fast why I'm forward like. to now. <laughs> they've sold 1.2 million dollars that was like five or six episodes ago i'll definitely it's not long ago yeah but dude 1.2 million dollars worth of Deion sanders sunglasses 
in in like for in like a day. That's real fame. That's fame. Yeah, that's that guy's pushing one. the needle. You push, you, absolutely, man. Colorado, uh, the city of Boulder made eighteen point two million dollars. Love it. The day of the Colorado State game. How much are they paying him too? I don't fucking know. Not Everything enough. Worth every goddamn dime is my worth point. Worth every penny. Yeah. Worth every penny. And his yeah. sons are fucking good. I know, right? <laughs> oh my. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Later, guys. Bye.